Badass Bees, and welcome to Season 2, Episode 72 of Badass Bee in a Pod. Badass Bee in a Pod is for the badass babe who empowers herself and other women to love themselves exactly as they are. This is for the girl who needs a mega dose of inspiration with a side of some real talk and, of course, a dash of cosmic consciousness. My hope is that you are inspired, transformed, and maybe even shouting some hell yeahs with every single listen. There will be episodes with yours truly, riffing solo, and the rest of the time will be in-depth jam sessions with a carefully curated list of inspiring babes, connecting you to the baddest bees of the world. Welcome to the pod. I'm Lauren Gonzalez, not only the host of this podcast full of badassery, but a Reiki master teacher over at Empowered Holistic Healing. Reiki practitioners are highly attuned to this chi, key or life force energy and can share this beautiful sacred energy beyond the realms of physical touch that's right i'm talking about distance healing i will be creating a healing and sacred space for us where all involved will receive exactly what we need according to our greatest good y'all ready for this let's get started Today's episode is brought to you by Balance the Superfood Shot. This convenient, recyclable two-ounce bottle provides half your day's daily serving of organic fruits and veggies. Yes, half. Perfect for the badass bee who is always on the go, needs an afternoon pick-me-up, or simply cares about the health and well-being of herself and her family. Now available not only in a traditional foundation blend, but the turmeric and immunity blend as well. Badass Bee listeners can save 50% on their first subscription order, plus free shipping using code CHAV50. Open. Drink. Love. Badass Bees, welcome back to the show. Get excited because today I am bringing you a brand new beautiful guest. But first, let's tune in. We'll begin by getting quiet. Without changing your breathing pattern, just observe it. Is it short and shallow? Deep and expansive? Just noticing. Exhale where you are and begin to build your inhale. Let it swirl up the base of your spine to the crown of your head. Breathing in, breathing out. Pairing it with a mantra, inhaling, I am beautiful. Exhaling, I see beauty in everyone I meet. In. I am beautiful. X, I see beauty in everyone I meet. Once more, I am beautiful. I see beauty in everyone I meet. Placing your hands at your heart the beauty in me, honoring the beauty in you. 
So y'all, today I am grateful to be chatting with badass, B-E-A, beautifully strong babe herself, Taylor Deeds. Taylor is a personal trainer and yoga instructor, a foodie who is learning to deal with various food restrictions, an embracer of her juicy booty and lack of an inner thigh gap, as well as a firm believer that women are the most powerful beings on the planet. Can I just get an amen? Okay. Welcome, Taylor. Thank you so much for being here. I am so excited to have you on the show. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here. Yes. Awesome. Um, I just kind of want to jump right in. Taylor, what does Beautifully Strong mean to you? So, gosh, I feel like the definition of Beautifully Strong literally changes for me every single day. Mm. I think that's why I like it so much is that it can be so different for everyone. And, you know, it just kind of depends on what you're going through, what you've been through, what you could be going through in the future. But all in all, it just means to be 100% unapologetically yourself in every way possible and to love yourself unapologetically every single day. I just feel that today and like this world that we live in, like this crazy world where there's social media and all this media outlets that are telling you like, be beautiful. Now you're beautiful, but here buy our products so that you can look a different way. It's like super conflicting. Mm -hmm. And I feel like women have almost lost who they are. So when you say like, oh yeah, just be unapologetically yourself. They're like, what does that mean? I don't know who I am anymore. Like Mm -hmm. I'm a mom or well, I'm a girlfriend or well, I work really hard, like, but they don't know themselves. Mm -hmm. And I feel like beautifully strong kind of encourages them to dig deep and really find who you are. Like, what do you love? Like, what are you passionate about? Like, do you like to paint? Do you like to dance? Do you like to do yoga? Do you like to do something that like nobody else understands, but Mm -hmm. like, it's just like so heavy on your heart that you're like, no, that's who I am. That's what I want to do. And I feel like the more and more you dive into like those things that are so important to you the more you just start to learn exactly who you are and it's Mm. easier for you to feel beautiful and to feel strong and to be unapologetically yourself every day yeah completely agree and i love that you explained you know what it takes to really you know feel in your in the element of beautifully strong and it really is getting to know yourself on a very deep level Um, And so often we're kind of scared to really tap into what that is, or we believe that we don't have anything. Mm -hmm. But the truth is, whatever you love, like whatever is like your deepest, like just you would do it no matter what, and you do it almost daily, that's probably something that is in your passion. So absolutely. um, what are some ways that that women or or even men can can really begin to explore that? So I think the main thing is, we are so concerned about showing up for other people. I think we completely forget about showing up for ourselves. So while it's important, obviously, to be kind and open to other people in your life and wanting to drop everything for them, it's also really important to do the same for yourself. I tell my clients all the time, like, you make promises to other people and you go above and beyond to keep them, but you make promises to yourself and you're so quick to drop them. Like, Oh, I'm going to mm-hmm. work out today, but then you break it. Mm-hmm. Whereas if you're like, yeah, I'll pick you up from the airport. You're not just going to like leave them hanging. Like you're going to go, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. So I think finding yourself is it, it comes with a practice. Mm-hmm. Like you have to practice keeping promises and you have to practice 
you know, living your truth and not, you know, not backing down just because something comes in your path that blocks you. Right. I think um, if everyone was watching the Oscars or I'm sure they've heard, uh, you know, Lady Gaga's quote about like, and I'm totally paraphrasing, but like it is hard work. Like you, it's it's not about giving up. It's about fighting for it. There's a discipline for passion. Um, fall down, stand back up. Um, keep your keep your dream and your vision in sight. Um, and that is absolutely a practice. Life is a practice, yeah. like continually. Um, so so tell us this journey in in creating. You know what is beautifully strong. You know I know that you're doing retreats. I know that you're doing amazing workshops and. Um, it really is about embodying uh, what it is to be beautifully strong. So, so what led you to right now? Oh, man, I feel like I started the beautifully strong journey before I even realized I was doing it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I started literally back when I was probably like 12 or 13. Mm-hmm. And I was going through some struggles to fit in. And I got, don't you wish you could go back to like your younger self and like hug you and right. be like, no, what you're going through like is totally like you're on the right path. This is setting you up for something better. But, you know, I went to a private school where everyone was super, you know, well off mm. and everyone was really, really tiny, even at like 12 years old, you know, when like none of us have weight right. on us. Well, I did. Like I had a ton of weight on me and I was a full time swimmer and I ate well, but it was just like we call it puberty pudge. Like right. and it came off, but it was like this. I just wanted to look like everybody else. And right. I was so I was probably double the size of all of the girls in my class. And it was just like mortifying for me, mm. mortifying. And it led to an eating disorder, which I know, like now being in this industry, like so many people have them. and I hate it. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I went from 135 pounds at age 12, which is like what I weigh now, you know, mm. to like 105 pounds mm-hmm. at five, six, you know, so it was really small and really unhealthy and suffered from all of that from exercise bulimia to bulimia to anorexia for a decade right. you know it was awful and i was just i remember like looking at myself in the mirror and i would tear myself apart like and it was horrible like the things like my inner critic would say just the worst horrible things you would never say out loud and i would cry like i would cry because of the things that i said and i was just like oh like, this is never going to get better. I'm never going to be good enough for anybody. Like, I never. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't until probably a year after I graduated college that I started working in this boot camp that was led by a nutritionist who is still my nutritionist. Mm-hmm. And we got me on, like, this food plan. And I was like, oh, my God, I'm eating so much. But it was, mm-hmm. like, vegetables and fruit and, like, things like I just never ate. Right. <laughs> and I started lifting weights. And it was within three months that I started seeing drastic changes in my body, like Mm -hmm. really good ones. I was like, oh my God, I've got muscles. Like, look at my booty. Like, this is nice, you know? And it was like confidence. Right. And it was almost like an epiphany. It was like, like blow your mind away. Like, this is what I'm meant to do. Mm. Like, I'm not meant to be sitting at a desk. Like I was currently at a desk job, hated it. Like I needed to be in the health and fitness world, doing yoga Mm. and reaching other women who maybe were struggling like I was and just helping them. And so moved to Kansas City, got a job at Woodside as a yoga teacher and then a personal trainer. And I had 
a flood of women mm. as my clients. and Each one of them had their own little stories, you know, mm. of negativity. They would come in and they would say horrible, horrible things about themselves, like things. And I was like, oh, my God, like, this is what I went through. Mm. You know, it was like a mirror. Like, right. I'm seeing you and me. And I was like, you know what? I need, I need to create a community of women where it's like a safe space, like a place where they can come and be themselves 100% or explore who they are mm. in a safe space where they don't feel judged or like failures or like they're not enough and they can just be. Yeah. And I was like, oh, beautifully strong. Like that, mm-hmm. I need that. That's what we're gonna do. And like so many women have created this space now in Beautifully Strong that is just beautiful yeah. and empowering. And I'm like, oh, this is exactly what I was meant to do. Like right. this is awesome. Yeah. Yeah, just living it. Living and, it. Um, it took going through your own recognition of your beauty, mm-hmm. uh, your true inner beauty, um, all that you are, all that you were created to be, to realize, I want to share this and help others see this in themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, so so with that, it kind of takes us into that, that realm of body positivity, you know. And, and one thing that I want to say about, um, you know, even cellulite right we're, we're just talking about skin like skin. it's just skin with like cute glitter dimples. like i mean come <laughs> on glitter. and and you know i i just <laughs> um if there's one thing that i i hope listeners would, would take away from that it's not to say that i don't have my moments where i'm like i feel bloated today what did i but then i'm also like you know how fast did i eat how mindful was i during my meals um what was my you know you, you can look at food combining like and sometimes it's just your body talking to you about how you need to slow down or how you need to just be more mindful in the moment. And all the time, it's just sending you messages. Mm-hmm. And then it, you know, and, and I think weight, and, and that's something that I've kind of gotten away from is, is looking at a scale. It's, it's there, it's, you know, a- available, but tune into how you feel, um, how your clothes fit, um, but mainly how you feel. And if yeah. you're coming from a place of joy and you're focused on feeling good, and you're marinating in the space of how you want to feel, life can't help but align with you and everything else uh, sort of falls into place. Um, so circling back then to, you know, all of this coming back to body positivity, and just like I had in the latest episode, Love Like You Love Yourself, I touched on this topic, how the words we speak, the thoughts we think, they have major impact on how we feel. So what words of encouragement do you have for the babes out there who feel like they will never be good enough? Oh, man, I, it's like so frustrating when I hear people say like, I'm just not good enough. Right. Because I just want to be like, no, I just want to like shake them like, no, you are good enough. Mm. Like you're 100% good enough. Right. And like if you touch on, you know, positive body image, like I'll just say it right now. Like it's near to impossible to love every single part of yourself every single day. And if you can do it, like hats off to you. Like I bow down. Yeah. But it's almost impossible. But one thing you can do every single day is at least appreciate what your body can do for you. And the more and more you can learn to appreciate, the more that the love just comes naturally. Mm-hmm. You know, you can really hate your partner's cooking. Right. But you can appreciate that they did it from a good place. Like they right. tried. Like for me, like I really don't like that. Like my dog follows me everywhere. Like he goes to the bathroom with me. He comes <laughs> like to help me in the kitchen. Like it's so annoying, but I appreciate that he loves He's me more than there. anything. Like, yeah. and I would be so upset if he wasn't there. Like mm. if he just stayed on the couch, I'd be like, what the heck, man? Yeah. Come on. <laughs> right. Yeah. 
But, you know, it's just, it's learning to change your mindset and it's learning to change your perception of yourself. And Mm -hmm. it's a practice, like I said, if you don't practice it, like Mm -hmm. you don't try to change the way that you feel, like that's on you. Yeah. Because no one else is going to help you. No one else is going to change that for you. And sometimes I say, like, do you ever think about what you think about? Mm. You know, like, do you ever think about things that you think every day? Like, what are you spending your time thinking about? Is it things that are going to bring you down Mm -hmm. or make you feel less than? Or is it things that are going to empower you and lift you up? And if it's the things that make you feel bad, maybe it's time to change that. Maybe it's time to alter how you feel. Mm -hmm. And if you keep looking in the mirror and you're saying bad things, like, let's find something that you appreciate. Like, oh, okay, you have cellulite on your legs. Me too. But like, Mm -hmm. can you appreciate what they've done for you? Like, what have you done today? Did you go running around with your kids, your dogs? Did you go on a walk? Did you walk to your car? Mm -hmm. I mean, like those little things, like are things to appreciate. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Oh, and so this feeling of not being enough, like, like I said, that's all about other people. Because mm-hmm. if if no one else was in this world but me, if mm-hmm. I was just walking around, I wouldn't care about shaving my legs. Right. I wouldn't pluck my eyebrows. I wouldn't put makeup on. Probably just walk around in like the grungiest clothes I could find <laughs> because it just doesn't matter. Right. You know, I'm showing up for me, and if I feel good, mm-hmm. I don't. I'm not going to apologize. You yeah. know, and just because other people are surrounding you, why do you have to apologize for being you? Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. and I feel like maybe you, I mean, I'm sure you've experienced this. People love to throw their own judgments on what you're doing because it doesn't align with what they're doing. But who cares? Mm-hmm. Like if it is on your heart and it is important to you and it is your passion, mm-hmm. why does it matter what other people think? Man, you just like touched on some major <laughs> like I. OK, so I just got to pick and choose what I want to respond to here. Um First and first and foremost, uh, the judgment, you know, and, and I just want to touch on that. When when another person judges you or when you're in judgment, um, we're, we all have that moment where we get into that ego headspace and we're like, ah, what is this person doing? Why? Look at that deeper. Um, what part of yourself are you denying? Or, um, you know, it, it's just really a judgment on, on yourself and something that you are not seeing the bigger picture in. Um, the second thing I want to talk about is just, uh, briefly the, um, how you said appreciation, uh, and how you said like, um, even just like looking in the mirror, um, and, and two really big practices come to mind. The appreciation list, um, Gabby Bernstein, spiritual author, teacher, uh, just shared on her blog, um, a practice, a, a morning practice where she just sits down and she free writes, uh, what she calls an appreciation list, you know, call it gratitude, check in, whatever. And you just write down everything that you're appreciative of and really like get into your like even your main senses. Like I can see today my heart is beating like I my legs were like I have all of my limbs, you know, and it's just these mm-hmm. little things. And look, at, you know, think about the people who don't have these things, who don't have sight, who can't, you know, smell fresh coffee, who can't hear the rain, who can't um, walk down the street and observe their their neighborhood or pick up their children. Mm-hmm. So so forth. Um very, very blessed if you are just simply alive uh, with the beating heart with everything that you were born in this world with. So um, the second part of that, then the the mirror work, there's a big shift. Um, it's actually called mirror work by Louise Hay. Louise Hay is one of the just 
was one of the, she's no longer with us, but front runners um, on self-love, on um, self-appreciation, and to look in the mirror uh, and to look at yourself in the eyes, even beyond just yourself and into your spirit self, into what we are um, beneath this humanness, and, and to say, I love you. I really love you. Mm-hmm. And you repeat that daily. And I've done it, and I've cried, and I've been there, and I've met myself where I was at until I began to really believe that and feel that. So, I was going to um, say, do you know how hard that is for people to do? Yeah. It's really hard to look in your actual, like, to look in your right. eyes. Like, people kind of, like, look around and like, oh, I love yeah. myself. It's hard. Yes, it is. It is hard. But it's also um, in that, like, self-observation, getting into the space and the mindset of the observer, you know. And, and um, like you said, we, we have this we truly have the same thoughts running around in our minds. And if we took stock of it for a day and we're like, I'm going to record every thought I have today, mm-hmm. or at least like make just like a mental take, note, take your phone. I just said, I just, you know, whatever it is. And you're recording it. Um, and then look back at that. And I guarantee they're around the same fears. They're around the same, um, maybe joyful manifestations or, um, you know, what, what, whatever it is that's constantly running your mind, look at that and look at what's beneath that. And, and that's where the, the, um, the work is anyway. So yes, I always heard you were good that. Enough. Yes, you were good enough. Yeah. I always, um, I heard some, I can't remember what podcast it was, but they were like, there's three fears. There's the fear of success there's the fear of failure and there's the fear of judgment. And mm-hmm. all of those are wrapped up into the fear of not being enough. Right. And then you think about those. Well, at least I did. I was like, oh, that's interesting. Like mine is definitely the fear of failure. hundred mm-hmm. percent. Like I'm like, oh God, what if I did this? What if I fell on my face? Everyone would see. And then I'm like, you know what? All of those fears have to do with other people. Right. Like they just do. Like why? Right. And straight away, just in thinking about the Reiki connection and then the, ch- the chakra connection there, that's solar plexus. That is, as well as root, and that is, how does my tribe perceive me? How do I believe that they're perceiving me? And you know, you think of your energy filled up in a 32-ounce bottle, and that's your energy for the day. What are you giving that away to? What are you, you know, what thoughts, what... Um, you know, what, what, what do you believe that people are actually thinking about you? And the thing of it is, they're thinking about themselves. And they're, they're probably comparing themselves to you. Um, and, mm-hmm. and all of this that you construct in your mind about, um, you know, she must think that the way that I'm doing this is this way. But really, keep doing things the way that only you can do them, the way that you were meant to do them with your light, with your authenticity. Um, and be strong in that, and people can't help but then to be really drawn to that, to your magnetism of certainty. There's a power in that, and it's your authentic power, and everybody has that. You know, there are dozens of Reiki masters, thousands of millions of Reiki masters in this world, right? I'm just also thinking of in Kansas City, but truly, so many. Um, But if I were to sit here and wonder if another was doing something better than me, not to say that I've not been in that headspace before, because I have, but to say, okay, she is doing amazing things. I want to applaud her because I'm going to be doing something in that same realm when it's time and if it's meant for me. But but truly, we are here to do things in our own way um, in the way that we are meant to. Um, kind of got off on a tangent there. But Me so <laughs> with that, and, and, and I, I do quickly want to touch on this because I think it is so fascinating. You know, we have... Um, 
again, speaking in terms of Reiki masters, a very special and unique way of sharing this work. So um, some may be very guided to be the sort of the way of the shaman um, get very into the, the um, elements and into uh, spirit animals and, and, and things of that nature. Uh, then there's spirit guides and then there's working with like the true empowerment of the self and the human design. There's just various ways that um, we are led to, to share this work. And so I'd love to hear more about your experience with the um, previous badass babe, uh, Christy Marsh. She's been on in the early days. I know her. I've been with her in um, actually at one of your beautifully, beautifully strong events. Um, mm-hmm. So great if it'll hold space for that. Uh, I think it was last year or so. But um, so what was, if, if you wouldn't mind sharing your, what was your experience like and, and what do you want listeners to know about energy work? So describing your experience with Reiki is so hard to do. Right. <laughs> it's just so hard because it's so personal, mm-hmm. but not like personal, like I don't want to talk about it. It's like personal because it's a feeling, you know, it's a personal feeling you get. And so Christy works with spirit guides and, um, I, I've heard all these sorts of crazy stories that other people have gotten with her and like, oh my God, she told me this and that. And like, how could she possibly know that? And I'm like, oh, that's crazy. But it's just not been like that for me. Right. Um, and I don't know if it's because like I'm really in tune with me. Like I'm really in tune with energies in general. Like if someone comes in a room who's having a terrible day, it's like I can't breathe. Mm-hmm. Like it's just very empathic and so I don't know if it's just that I'm really in tune with energy so it's never been like that for me but it's been more like clarity Mm -hmm. like um for example I'll have like ideas and excitements that I want to do but I'll push them down and be like no 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 I won't do that that's stupid like that's no Mm -hmm. like Like 2019, I was like, I want to do more motivational speaking for Beautifully Strong. I want to do that. That's what I want to do. And then I was like, no, no, that's, I don't want to do that. That's not, let's not do that. That's, that's stupid. Yeah. And I'll push it down. I don't tell anybody about it. And she had me on the table and she was like, you know, they're showing me that you're on a stage and you're talking to all of these people and they're in awe of you and you're motivating them. And it's just like, it's just crazy empowering and like the energy in the room. And I was like, oh, that's kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. And then she went on to start talking to me about embracing my wild side and being raw and that I need to be more raw mm. and just do what my heart's telling me to do. Mm-hmm. Afterwards, she's like, oh, have you ever thought about motivational speaking? Like, that's so cool. <laughs> I'm like, uh, yeah. yes. Yeah. And then I actually ended up like the theme for the next Beautifully Strong event is Unleash Your Wild Side. Nice. And so right. I got that all, like, it was just like clarity. Like mm-hmm. I walked out of there and the only thing I can say after a Reiki session that you feel is you just feel really calm. Yeah. You just feel really at peace. Like everything that was put together, whether it was like chakras were out of line or whatever, or it was just like you needed to feel something or hear something or experience something. It just makes you feel really calm. Like you're just like sitting outside with the breeze in your hair. Like it's just mm. like, oh, this was good. This is what I needed. <laughs> Beautiful. I love that. Thank you for sharing that. Oh, you're welcome. Yeah. Um, there was something I was going to say about that. Where did it go? Good thing it's edited. You know um, what was really crazy one time? The very first time I had Reiki. And mm. like I said, like vibrations are weird to me too. 
Like, um, I can't be in a yoga room with gongs. Like, Interesting. The, inner, like the vibrations and energy gives me really bad anxiety. Root chakra. Yeah. My Oh, my root's always bad. Yeah. Everything else is always in line. But my root is always, like, really whacked out. But yeah. she put a crystal between my feet. And my all of my legs started tink like both all my legs <laughs> all of my legs both of my <laughs> both of my legs started tingling like they had gone to sleep right. like that really intense like mm-hmm. I felt like I needed to get up and like walk around right and I was like what did you just do because my eyes were closed she's like oh it's just a crystal and I was like yeah. oh yeah just a crystal okay yeah. cool <laughs> yeah she's like it's just charged um you know and, and I think it's just really important to. Um, allow your own curiosity with this work. And, and yes, it is about openness. It, it is a safe place. And it's just about really just finding your teacher. But in that, have many teachers. Like, mm-hmm. um, because we all share this work so differently, you'll get something from everyone in a different way. Um, so I just, I highly encourage listeners to have like a just wellness toolbox of many providers and many different and and so forth everything is energy (laughs) albert einstein right everything 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 and um we are bodies in motion and what happens when we're in motion well we're really good at holding on to emotion we're really good at um you know um, not allowing ourselves true expression and processing that emotion then and so when that happens these energy centers, which are huge players in how we feel on a daily basis in every moment. And if you just simply tune in and you notice sensations, and you can just do this even if you're not a Reiki practitioner or Reiki master or what have you. Like just now I will say what comes with becoming attuned to Reiki is very special and that does take the Reiki attunement. But to just begin and to just like feel into each center and to what is there and how the sensations change and what comes up for you. Do I get anxiety when I'm here? Do I not? Do, do I feel joy when I'm here? Do I feel heaviness and what it is? Then look deeper and those each tell you something about your story. And in this lifetime or wherever, whatever you identify with, um, these centers bring you a life lesson to achieve with each one. Um, and it's very unique to each individual, just like everything is just bio-individual. So um, again, on the tangent here, so I'm just going <laughs> to circle back. I believe that we ought to always bookend our day with love. How we start and end our day matters. So I'd love for you to give us a glimpse into some of your morning or evening routines, wherever you um, just tell us what, what sets you up and, and, and then uh, creates a very special day. So I grew up in a house with a psychologist. And so routine Mm. is like a stickler. Like you have to have a routine. (laughs) She like read all these books. She was like, my child is going to have like a routine bedtime so that she feels safe and secure. So like I had the same routine my like whole, I don't know, all the way up until like at least high school. Like every night we did the same thing. Right. And so like, I wish I could say like my morning routine, I get up and I do yoga and I mm. meditate, but like, I just don't have time. Mm-hmm. Like my day starts at 5 a.m. Like I have a client at 5 a.m. or 5.30 a.m. Oh, wow. So like mm-hmm. I get up at 4, 4.30 and my animals have their routine. Right. So I have to do their routine and then I make myself coffee and I make myself my um, – 
my avocado toast yes with bitchin sauce oh yes. always a little slap your mama on the top <laughs> right <laughs> a little cajun salt I'm setting you up for success oh yes and then okay. i sit on the couch and i either watch the news or i have the news on and i just sit in silence mm. and that is so important for me if mm-hmm. i don't have my morning of silence right. my whole day is off mm-hmm. and i don't know why but i have to have my morning silence even yeah. on the weekends like my boyfriend knows you can't come downstairs until 10 right. i gotta have tay tay time this is me time i get <laughs> That. And that. so I've also started adding in, like, I'll listen to motivational podcasts in the morning, like mm-hmm. on the way to work or something so that I'm set into like a good space. Right. But my nightly routine is like, it is the same every time. Yeah. So like, I have to wash my face Yeah. no matter what. And this has been since I was probably like seven. And even in college, like, doesn't matter how like hammered I was, you know, coming back from the bars, like, I'm gonna do it. I was like, I gotta wash my face. Where are my Neutrogena wipes? You right. know, like, <laughs> I had to wash my face. So like, right. I get my face wash. I wash my face. I put my comfy clothes on, and then I just sit down mm. and I just breathe. Like mm-hmm. that's all I have to do at nighttime. Just relax. Yeah, it's wonderful. Yeah, super easy. I love that. <laughs> Um, you know, and, and it just reminds me how important it is to have that, like you said, that, that moment of silence in the morning, um, because the first thing that you take in in the morning, whether it's, you know, a nasty email from somebody or there's something, you know, God forbid, something terrible on the news that just, and and you set your entire day up with that being the start of how you feel. I mean, it contributes anyway. Um, and to whether or not you decide to carry that either consciously or subconsciously. Um, so I love that you're taking some time with some avocado toast and just making some bitch space. And bitch and sauce, of course. And we'll link that in the show notes. Um, but but really, it's it's so important to create sacred space, uh, intentional sacred space at that. Um, because it's when you really, it's in silence that we hear the most. Um, and some of us are scared to access that silent space because that can sometimes bring anxiety. But all anxiety does is bring us a message about something, something mm-hmm. that we're either denying, something that's not right for us, or, um, you know, and, and, and so forth. Message again, or anxiety, rather, is a message provider. So, um, Amen. Okay. We are nearing <laughs> the end of the show, which means it's time for the quick fire round of curiosities. Ooh. Asking as many as we can in the time allowed. We'll begin with, What's one thing you want to encourage listeners to do? So the one thing I would encourage people to do is live a life that you're proud of. Because mm. at the end of it, like if you haven't followed a dream or you haven't taken a chance, like you'll regret it. You'll just regret it. Yeah. Just live a life that you are just so proud of to the bare bone. Yeah. I mean, because at a funeral, they, they will not say, she had great shoes and a great like wardrobe. Uh, she always looked great. No, they're going to say, oh my gosh, she did great things. She touched so many lives. And mm-hmm. that's, that's, I mean, what do you truly want to be remembered for? Um, I feel on purpose when? I feel on purpose when I am helping others reach their full potential mm-hmm. and helping them see their true selves, yeah. not the external even though I am a personal trainer and I'm a yoga instructor and I work with bodies, helping them see below the first layer. Yeah, from the inside out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because you are a personal trainer and yoga instructor and so forth, what's your favorite workout song right now? 
oh, this is so hard. I love music. Yeah. I love music. And it totally depends on like what workout I'm right. doing. Like, so if I'm lifting weights, like I really like AWOL Nation, anything that really just <laughs> right. pumps me Pump up, up, I'm like, yes, that's yes. what I need. Yoga, like, oh my God, my yoga playlists are endless, but like MC Yogi is like super relaxing. Yeah. And then <laughs> if I'm going on a run, like Panic at the Disco for yeah. sure. Like when I ran my first 10K, I sang Panic at the Disco out loud as I was running. Oh People God. around me thought I was insane, but I was like, just go in and yeah. just get it. Right. <laughs> just sing it out loud. I love that. That's so funny. I If you follow Kate Hudson on Instagram, she posted, um, she does a Pilates reformer and she's doing this like major hold belting out Lady Gaga's shallow. <laughs> and it's like, I want to do that right now. So, you see, sometimes you just got to let works. it out. Like, and, but you know what? That also, again, works that solar plexus. Mm-hmm. Um, there you go. Okay. A quote I love is, no one ever made a difference by being like everyone else. <sighs> Amen. Yes. <laughs> so good. Um, do you have a book that you're loving right now? So super spazzy with books like I read like six books at one time so I get that that. (laughs) so um what is it light is the new black yes um I'm also reading girl wash your face because you know I gotta wash my face right (laughs) and then yes it is it's like for me right and then I just started reading the Michelle Obama becoming book yeah I got it in the airport on my list so you'll have to let let me know just start a book club while you're at it yeah a beautifully strong book club please thank you okay um, three must-haves in your gym bag right now. Okay, so this one's hard for me because I'm always in my gym clothes because of my job. Right. But for sure, I need some dry shampoo because, mm-hmm. you know, I don't want to wash my hair every day. Look. No. Right. And then it has to be brown tinted. <laughs> it's a must. <laughs> yes. And then um, something that, like, makes me smell good. Mm-hmm. But, like, not even that. Like, I have to have my Bluetooth headphones for sure. Like, I love music. Mm-hmm. And then my Garmin watch. Yeah. I like to time myself. Yeah. Like, really quiet. Like, yeah. I love the numbers. Right. Right. <laughs> like, oh, I can beat that time. Yes. <laughs> always. And you, again, but that's that That's that practice of so always was, being better. Hey, four, four is good. Four is great. It's a big bag. Um, <laughs> What's something most people don't know about you? So... I'm a pretty open book, but there are two things that I think people don't realize. Not really mm-hmm. don't know. They just don't realize. So if you've only known me for three years, like I have brown, brown hair. Yeah. Really brown hair. I've got really dark eyebrows, but I'm really blonde. Like, wow. Yeah. I am a natural, really blonde Please person. Please post the before pictures because <laughs> I'm I am not seeing it. Hence why the dry shampoo has to be brown yeah. because like when my hair grows out, the roots start to look like the color of my hair and it looks like I'm balding. So I've got to like spray it. So it's like light. It is light. Yeah. Like I have blonde hair. And the other thing that people don't realize is I have two last names. So it's not my name. Well, yes, my name is Taylor Deeds, but my full name is Taylor Luttrell hyphen Deeds. Okay. My mom never changed her last name. Yeah. And so they combined them both. Right. And I just like my whole childhood, I was Taylor Luttrell Deeds, like everyone knew. But then I was like, oh, it's really long. Like, I feel like I should just like abbreviate that. (laughs) It's going to change this. Yeah. So I I just like, yeah, mixed one of them off. Not, it didn't, wasn't in particular. Like, sorry, mom. (laughs) Which one should I choose? No. Um, Very cool. I did not know either of those things. Mm -hmm. Um, I also wonder if people know that you recently ran in the Spartan, Spartan race. Uh, this was in Florida, 
briefly, if you would, and this was not a question that I had planned, but um, you know, I remember you talking about or posting about. I want to do th- things that that scare me, not just like scare me a little bit, but like I am terrified. So, can you give us a little insight into what this journey is like for you? Oh my gosh, the Spartan race was insane, and this was the easy one. So, there are three you can do. So, there's a sprint, which is the shortest distance. It's like a little over a 5k, which is 3.1, and then there's the super, which is like 10 miles. And then there's the beast, which is 15 plus. Uh-huh. And in the midst, <laughs> like, no, <laughs> but in the midst of these lovely miles, you have all these obstacles. And like, if I, my shins are just ripped right. up from the stupid rope climb and like, yeah. you have to pick up boulders and you've got to like swim underneath trenches and mud. And like, I was just all over muddy, which right. was just like, Strangely enough, like super liberating. (laughs) Where you were like just head to toe mud, and I was like, "Oh, she did it! Oh, I did it!" And it Um, was hard, but it was so fun. It was so fun. It kind of reminds me of that Henry Ford quote. That's like, whether you think you can or you think you can't, you're right. Mm -hmm. Um, And you just believed you could, believed yourself for it, and went after it. And you're ready to take on the beast. So (laughs) you know, there was actually like, yeah, there was a woman there who's like 60, Mm. and there was women there who were like 70, and they were just getting it. And I was like, I want to be you one day. You know, can we be friends? That's so funny. (laughs) I actually like have some pictures saved of like 90 year old yogis, and I'm like, that will be me. That will be me. I will be the just. I will be the the 80 year old with the. Put over my head. That will be me. Up the uh, light pole. Yep. Even better. Uh, okay, final question. Being a badass bee means? Being a badass bee means being exactly who you were meant to be, mm. pursuing everything that you love, and helping others around you do the exact same thing. Yeah. I love that. Girlfriend, you are beautifully strong. You are the epitome of this. Thank you so much for sharing your story, for your time, for your inspiration. Uh, Before we go, where can we find you? What's coming up for you? All the good stuff. So you can find my website is beautifullystrong.org. And then my Instagram handle is at IamBeautifullyStrong. And then our next big Beautifully Strong event is going to be May 4th. Yeah. Which I'm super excited about. Yeah. So is that here? That one's here in Kansas City. That one's in Kansas City. It's going to be the biggest one so far. Oh, very cool. And then you still have spots at your Oregon retreat or no? Yes. I have four spots left in Oregon, which is September. And it's going to be so much fun. I mean, Oregon. I know. And we're staying in like this gorgeous mansion all together. Yoga every morning, every night. Okay, sign me up. I'm like all about it. (laughs) (laughs) And I'll be there. Um, Oh, my gosh. Thank you so much for being here today and for sharing your light. Everyone, that is Taylor, and I will be linking everything she just mentioned and more in the show notes. Thank you so much for your ears today. I hope you heard something today that resonated with you, and I hope you know that you, too, are beautifully strong. Friends, I would just love it if you would take a moment to rate and review the show over on iTunes because this is the best way for other badass bees to find the pot. And don't forget, your feedback plays a significant role in creating more visibility and in bringing us all together. Because as A Course in Miracles says,